Hi, I'm Kurt Barnes. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible. It's my prayer that you would be continually growing in your relationship with Jesus and that this podcast would be one of the many tools that the Holy Spirit is using in your life to bring about transformation. Don't forget to press the subscribe button and remember, you can hear our full-length sermons at scf.tv. Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue now working through the Gospel of John. Today we are in chapter 10, verse 22 through 42. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. Okay, so the festival of dedication. This is the next festival on the calendar after the festival of tents. We know this festival is Hanukkah. It's the festival where they celebrate when the temple was rededicated after a revolution that took place um, where the Greeks were pushed out of the city after they defiled the temple by sacrificing a pig on the Jewish altar. So, it says Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade, the covered uh, patio area of the temple where later the early church will meet. Verse 24, the Jews who were there gathered around him saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. So I just want to make this clear. If you've been following along with us throughout this podcast through the Gospel of John, Jesus has made it abundantly clear over and over and over again that he is the Messiah, that he is the Son of Man, that he has been sent by God from heaven, that he's existed before time, that he's older than Abraham, that he is the one sent by God for them. He has over and over in every way possible, including taking on the I Am name of God for himself. And so Jesus says, I have told you. Verse 26, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand, and I and the Father are one. Jesus has just made a humongous statement. I and the Father am and are one, equal, the same. Now, the Jews didn't miss what Jesus just said. Verse 31. Again, the Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? Verse 33, We are not stoning you for any good works, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. You see, they did not miss what Jesus had said. Jesus has very clearly just declared that he and the Father, he and God are equal, are the same, are one. The crowd heard him clearly. Verse 34, Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy because I said, I am God's son? 
Do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Again they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. So Jesus makes this very clear argument once again. If you're not willing to accept my testimony, what I'm saying with my mouth, then accept the testimony of the Father by the works he is doing through me at my hands. Only the Father has this kind of power. And since I'm able to accomplish the Father's will and the power of the Father is flowing through me, that means the Father agrees with what I'm saying. That's Jesus' argument. If you don't believe my words, believe the works the Father is doing at my hands. And then you'll understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. That's again a blasphemous statement according to the Jews. As soon as Jesus said that, they tried to seize him once again. Verse 40. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed. And many people came to him. They said, Though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus. So Jesus leaves the city of Jerusalem, where there's so much conflict, where there's so much difficulty, where there's so much accusation, where they've tried to kill him so many times. And he goes back out across the Jordan River, out of the city, back to the countryside where John the Baptist was doing his ministry for so long. And in that place, next to that river, it says many people believed. My encouragement to you today is this. In a world with so much chaos and so much noise, sometimes we just need to learn from the life of Jesus. Jesus, when everything was crazy, when everything was loud, when everybody was pressing against him, he went to a secluded place a place near nature, a place that didn't have the hustle and bustle of the city of Jerusalem. And in that place, he stayed and he taught and many people believed. The very best thing that you could do for yourself today, perhaps may be to turn the news channel off, to stop reading articles, and for a day or two, to sit with God, to relax, to pray, to go outside, to sit in the grass, to sit by a creek, to allow him to restore your soul, to allow the noise pollution that you face every day of your life to fade away and to really have some time where you are alone with God. I know that if you will do that, you will sense and you will feel the delight and the refreshment that God can bring you. And I would encourage all of you in this busy, crazy season of life to allow the Lord to restore you and to refresh you. Let's pray. God, I thank you. I thank you that you've given us your word that cannot be changed. And I thank you that Jesus teaches us so many different things in so many different ways. I thank you, God, that Jesus' example all throughout Scripture is that he took time to go away from people, away from crowds, and to rest. I'm thankful that he didn't stay away from us, but he did come back. But I thank you, Lord, for his example of going to these quiet places. And I pray, Lord, for the people who are listening, that they would find rest by spending time with you today. 
that they would hear your voice and feel your delight and your pleasure in them as they separate themselves away from all of the chaos. I pray this in Jesus' name.